everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Joel, your chief host of the show. And as always, joining us is none other than my co-host, Avera. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, I hope you're having a fantastic day. Can you believe it? It's the end of January already. Man, we're well into 2024. Might only be the first month, but oh my goodness. There's going to be a lot of crazy bonkers stuff going on. I can't wait for this week. <laughs> I know, right? Like, how how fast has time flown? It's crazy. And, we need, and we're out of the first month, just about. Just about, yeah. Well, next week will be uh, February 1st. So, <laughs> we'll see about that. And joining us on the show, as always, is our interim host, Noble. Do not open until doomsday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been watching too many cartoons from the 90s. (laughs) Ah, yes. Noble has uh, given us the infinite wisdom of waiting until... Shit goes crazy. So, okay, sure. I guess we'll see. Don't open it until shit happens, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, in the meantime, get yourself prepared for something that will save you until when things really hit the fan. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, in all that stuff, I am obligated as the chief host, and as Noble is here, to tell you that we down here have celebrated our national holiday. Hmm. And boy, oh boy, there was a shitstorm involved with that. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Somebody's statue got... Apparently I hear somebody's statue got chopped off. Legs. Among other things and how people are still basically throwing a big sook over. Ooh, but we were... We invaded... Australia. Oh my goodness. Well, as an American doggo, I would be very much intrigued about what is up with Australian Day and why are so many people mad about it? So what happened with the statue? That's because they thought they got upset over James Cook who who allegedly colonized Australia and landed the ships supposedly on January 26th. Mm. No, the truth was, James Cook landed a bit later than that. But still, the truth was, January 26th was more about having independence from the British. Right, right. Because before that, uh, what was it, James Cook, I believe, that uh, discovered Australia, He's technically? He's well-known explorer to have discovered Australia, yes. As far as I know, yeah, yeah, he was. As far as you know, as far as the records go, <laughs> the reason All why right. the first meeting was so basically uh, batshit crazy is because the locals believed that the ship arriving were actual <laughs> ghosts of the ancestors. So that sort of set the tone for the next few hundred years. <laughs> You know, just because some shit little shit decides to rock up in a ghost outfit doesn't mean that they're... Yeah, anyway. I don't know, man. If I was on James Cook's crew, I'd be freaking, like, ecstatic. Like, hey, we just discovered a new continent. How cool is that, man? You know? And it's going to be your future home for for years to come. And and you and your descendants will... We'll inhabit the land. Celebrating yeah, well, the fact that this place was used as a dumping ground for criminals is probably not the best option, but whatever. It's not the best. Yeah, probably some parts, but the entire continent, you know. But I mean, look at it. At the end of the day, in hundreds of years ahead, these said criminals turned it into a, a colony and civilized it and turned it into one of the more, you know, um, the most prosperous nations in the world. If you could call Australia that today. You could call it yeah, that. you're damn right. That's pretty cool, man. 
I mean, think about the same thing that happened with America. I mean, they were basically uh, terrorists who were engaging in guerrilla war against the Empire. And they established their own nation because fuck England, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, we're still there you go. Story is not as illustrious as that, but at the end of the day, you know, the indigenous population. It, sorry, as I understand it, the indigenous population also helped with the forming of the United States government, with the way it actually operates. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, definitely. And so, I guess what we, yeah, but really, that aside, I, you know. Or as it is, though, I will always say this as a close, as that little state, tidbit of statement to celebrate your national national holiday, no matter where where you are in the world. Yeah, right on. Now we're gonna get to um, the main event. What every what everybody has been talking about the past seven. Days. Oh no. Oh yes. You know it. Oh wow. Yeah. And it just blew up like the day after we 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 saw it, we announced it and then last week came out. Bam. Who would have thought it would be Yes. So this was one of the craziest things I've ever actually seen. Uh, I didn't realize that this would blow up this quickly but it did i know and the numbers actually do speak for themselves the community response speaks for itself too mm -hmm. and how much and how much content it has been made in just the span of a week is crazy in fact numbers do speak for itself first dude in just Six days, it'd be less than that. Eight million sales of Power World on, on just Steam. Oh boy. Yeah, so so this is the introduction of Power World. The 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 greatest game sensation hitting the nation, right? Across the entire world. This is bonkers. Everywhere. Now, I mean of course you had last year's got well, big hits like Hog. Hogwarts Legacy and Baldur's Gate 3, but Power World went way above and beyond that as, as to, um, it's actually broken records. It has. It has broken quite a few records. In fact, this is the most popular game uh, currently. It's actually, yeah. Like, as we are. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the most played list, mm -hmm. it's, it's basically, it's really... Like number two, it's almost number one at the you know in Steam's most played, concurrent most played, which is oh yeah, how many players? Yeah, they have players. millions of players. Right now, easy. And in just in just less than a week, it became it, it actually surpassed the two billion mark of all-time peak players that playing a game mm -hmm. at the same time, and of course PUBG Battlegrounds had three point two million, and Power. Come on, you, are we expecting Powell to tip that in just the span of another week or so? It could. Yeah, I get that. And when when you're playing this game, I'm, I'm sure, Joel, like, you've probably experienced this as well. But when it comes to, like, glitches and stuff, you know, like, the game is not entirely perfect yet. But it did just drop, and yeah. they're they're trying to like build upon it, so that's good. That's right. I mean, yes, it's it's still an early access game. It's not. But it's still so popular, given like yeah. the the whole story and everything going on. Okay. And it's so I'm looking yeah. at um, Steam right mm -hmm. now, and to purchase this game, it's five percent off, so it's only fifty dollars. Uh, no, actually, when when. When this game dropped originally, it was $30. And that's about half of literally every single Pokemon game even out there. Hang on. Um, Avira 
you're talking about American dollars. I'm talking yeah, about Australian. Okay, so in the United States, when it comes to American dollars, yeah, this was literally like thirty dollars yeah. USA, and it was reported as half the cost yeah. of most games that are on stream right now. So yeah, of yeah. course it's more accessible I to people that want to play it. That for that price, you also get the soundtrack for the game. Okay. Otherwise. If you just buy the game itself, it's only forty-three dollars and ninety-five cents. So even I mean, in Australia, it's still a good deal. That is less than half price of the actual Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely now. right. That, that and from yep. what I understand, there is zero whatsoever microtransactions in the actual game itself. So you just buy the game. Yep. And you get to play it. That's it. That's it. Not to mention, like you, you get like all all these updates worth. You get the early access version, and like from, and then at, by the time the full version comes out, you've already you've already paid the small small price of twenty six US dollars or forty you know forty three Australian, and you got your full game like on the line. Yeah, right, man. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, what the heck? Like, they're literally like, this game came out of nowhere. Like a week ago, and they've already sold over the what, like seven and a half million copies. I mean, holy bonkers! This game has been known about for over two years. That's how long. Yeah, but it didn't drop until now. Yeah, it didn't drop, but it has been known about for at least two years. I'm sure. So it's like movies and came out of nowhere. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it definitely did because I never heard about this until now. Have you? I mean, I've seen the, we've talked about it once as a brief glance, and then I've seen like the pre the announcement trailers and what have you, and that was in twenty twenty two. Because literally in the last week, uh, this just this just went it, it, crazy, it, man. The charts have blown up. The reactions are insane. People love the game so much. I mean, heck, I'm hooked on the game, and I've only sunk in about what my Steam site. My Steam says it's sunk in about 27 hours. Yeah. And you also spent like half of the money that you typically would have with a, yeah. a, an, a, another game, right? It's a great value proposition. and It's such a good deal. Yeah. No wonder they're taken off. Of course they would. Yeah. In fact, like he didn't, he chose not to price it that high. And yeah, it was, it just, damn. So, Jolt, uh, you've been playing this game for, well, a couple days or so. Uh, what's your experience like? Oh, uh, mate, I've I've enjoying it right now. It's it runs smoothly. It's it's it plays fantastically. It looks great, and even though you basically have a an, a conflict of art styles because you've got you've got all these cute little critters and and these super realistic looking guns. <laughs> <laughs> Now, didn't they add those guns in just so it would sell in the US? Yeah, actually, that's there's a developer statement here too, and he says a lot of things as well. But hmm. more on that in a more on that in a minute. So, so yes, I've been playing the game for three hours, and yes, there is stuff that you can do that you know that people you know Pokemon fans have been dying for, and if and uh-huh. that was just delivered, you know. And that oh wow! Okay. You know, Noble. Like, do you feel, do you feel like since you're really, you know, really deep into Pokemon, do you feel like the current crop of Pokemon games has gone um, stagnant? Oh hell yeah! They're, they're terrible. Look, I I get the idea about how they're changing things up. It's, they've taken away a lot from the original gameplay. It's like Black and White was the last game where they put any serious thought into the storyline. And people just laughed at them, so they uh, you know, backed right off. Black and White was literally the best Pokemon game I've played so far, story-wise. Uh, the last one I enjoyed was Sun and Moon, to a point, but there was a lot of annoying parts in that too. I mean, holy shit. And it, ever since going to the Switch, it's just been blah. Right, like they haven't really done anything you know, new outside of the wheel, like two... two different or anything like that and then there was the saga with pokemon legends arceus Ugh. i haven't even played that yet 
which yeah, which is basically what fans have been like really clamoring for is a proper, really true open world Pokemon game too. But let me tell you this: in essence, that Powell has basically done that, and really just taken it up a notch because Powell isn't just you know Pokemon with guns and you know forced labor, as people on the internet have said. It's more than that. Come on. Power World is Pokemon Plus, an eclectic mix of you know other genres. It's it's a survival game with, with crafting. You know, think of it like you've got you know elements of from Fortnite, Arc Survival Evolved, Breath of the Wild, and Pokemon. That's pretty much what Power World is. There, there, there's some influence there for sure, but I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, Power World is you know, banking on Pokemon or whatever. No. I, I don't think it's necessarily, like, they're, you know, trying to... They're not deliberately trying to... To use them, that. You know, rip the, copy them. No, them. like... Otherwise, they, the project would have been dead in the water and the Pokemon company would Maybe have some inspiration or whatever, but yes. at the end of the day, like, it's a totally different game. Yes. And it, it's it's been a lot different than from what a lot of people have seen we've never seen um guns and characters and animals and all that crap like all together it's a very interesting situation you know and it it captured them in a goofy way rather than a realistic way Yeah. yeah yeah right I mean, heck, so you throw these not, what you'd call these not Pokeballs, and bam, you captured a little monster. <laughs> yeah. So, but yes, it does, it does involve the funny, because you do have to beat them with your fist or a weapon first. Well, how else are you going to tame these radical monsters, right? Right. So, um, to get to what the development developers have said yes there's a couple of things they were interviewed on japanese tv and yeah some of them have said you know none of these guys knew how to develop a game we all learned on the job and had a starting budget of ten thousand us dollars wow that's it well there's more but you know but you saw it right like friggin you saw how good the game looks graphically. You saw how good the game runs smoothly in that. And if they produced that with a starting budget of $10,000 versus like what, what passes for Pokemon today, which they have like millions of dollars to develop. Again. Oh, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, like in my opinion, it's really not the amount of money. It's about people who want to play the game like what they think, you know? If. If they have fun with it, like if it's cool, if it's if it's good or whatever, they don't give a flying fuck about how much money it costs. At the end of the day, like they really don't. Yeah. And, so you know, price-wise, how much money did Meta sink into their uh, what was that game called, Metaverse? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, and. Basic, like, let's say Metaverse developed... $36 billion. Yeah. All of those many... All of that money. And at the end of the day, us normal players did not give a shit. They're just like, well, you just made a crappy game and you just spoiled all your money, so who cares? Right, like, you you spend all that money on a shit VR world and then what? Yeah. Yeah. Now. So why would you want to play that? Like, if you want to just escape the world and just like have fun and play a game or whatever, like, why would you even bother? So when it comes to games, uh, this is the thing I'm sort of boggling my mind at. This whole Pokemon clones. Pokemon wasn't the original. Pokemon and Digimon were basically the same type of franchise except one dealt with a bunch of kids getting kidnapped and going you know taken to some other world where pokemon occurs in their like real life thing both monsters in in their world 
there's Temtem, there's Dragon Quest, um, Cassette Beasts, where's Dragon Quest? There's Ark, it's basically the same sort of thing. Uh, what else was there? Yokai Watch. Don't get me started about the mobile market because, every, like, the whole, oh, everybody's okay. trying to get in on the whole, you know, monster like game genre. There's Monster Hunter too. Yokai Watch was supposed to take over from Pokemon. It was supposed to move the friend, you know, they were supposed to kill off Pokemon, and Yokai Watch <laughs> was supposed to be the new thing. It didn't take off. I haven't seen any shows for uh, Yokai Watch yet. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Yu-Gi-Oh. So in Yu-Gi-Oh, the main character is known as the king of games. Not the king of cards, the king of games. So what the show did was they went, okay, all right, let's move on to the next thing. Instead of cards, we're going to go with uh, Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yeah, the fans basically put that to a uh, rest very quickly. So now you've got several series of, um, yeah just basically one part of what was supposed but to be I one part of the franchise but in this case what we're dealing with is actually um a situation where where a power vacuum has you know is there on the market and guess what power basically filled it in perfectly because you know nintendo in their ever limiting wisdom of releasing on nintendo switch and mobile devices yeah you know what Powell did? Well, they released it on Steam and Xbox Game Pass. Here's the thing. If the Pokemon company, or no, sorry, Game Freak, had the resources to produce a damn good game, they yeah. would have. Except, from what I understand, because of the whole black and white fiasco, they've just given up creating a good story, creating good gameplay. Hmm. It's now just, let's slap whatever we can together in about 12 months and then, you know, ship this for the, uh, you, we have to release the game every X amount of months. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Are you, every four years, release a new game? It's like, no. Yeah, three years, I think, like every generation now. It, 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 they're not given the time to invest as well into producing, like, proper games. It's just killing it for the franchise. Yeah. Now, here's what the developers have to say about what about the game, which brings us to the fine point about Americans and stuff. And I'll get Aviora to confirm if this is true or not. They said, the decision to make a Pokemon with guns was because they were worried the game would not be a global success unless they added guns to it because, quote-unquote, Americans like to shoot things. Well, okay. As an American, uh, given my uh, support for the Second Amendment, yes, Americans do like to shoot things. But when it comes to this game, I don't think I'd like to shoot Pokemon. I wouldn't like to shoot pals either. I mean, unless it all depends on it, and yeah, your pals can do all the fighting. But yeah, it's um, but it's it's an innate thing. Like people do like to shoot things. It's not just Americans. And well, yeah. the, the the this is more of a survival thing, right? Like, so when you have your pals, like, aren't they like on your farms and able to? Yeah. And they, they, I don't know. You know they, they accompany you. Yeah. Have you? But yeah, but really, from a from an aesthetic point, you know, they just took from a conceptual standpoint. They just took Pokemon, added guns, let the monsters wield, let the pals actually wield. Yo, guns. if a Gyarados tried to attack me, of course I'd shoot the fuck out of that shit. Obviously. You need a bazooka <laughs> for a Gyarados. You have to, like. Some Pokemon are fucking crazy. When it well, comes to this sure. game, I don't know about that. As, as I understand in Pokemon lore, the only reason why it was safe for kids to actually go out is because they invented the Capsule Ball. Uh, oh, shit. How about that? Dragon Ball Z, the Dragon Ball franchise itself, has a similar sort of concept by these little um, cylinders where you push the button, throw it, and you get all of a sudden a giant-ass house. <laughs> yeah, what? 
What the heck? You're keeping something big in something small is you know, something Japan's played around with for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Not just Pokemon. Oh, here's an interesting statement that's more relevant to our times. The um, the well, one thing in neutral. The type A, type B, body type characters instead of describing a male and female that you see these days was um the developer said he was done so likewise because quote unquote Americans sometimes want to make very ugly characters. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh. I don't know, man. The the Japanese seem to know what's up more than the Americans do. I think it's so, a way to stop the porn, but unfortunately, that probably didn't work out so well for them. So, Edira, what do you what do you have to say in your defense as an American? I think whoever this Japanese individual was that said that, they don't necessarily understand the complexities of America. No, but they do understand some batshit crazy wino going off of them. Right, right. Well, they get that for sure. Like, that's why they want to make it all bonkers and shit. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) But, no, man. Come on. I mean, yeah, modern America produces some pretty uh, very ugly characters. You're right, like, yeah, but but they do that because of its whole political agenda and shit. Japan doesn't do that. Of course they wouldn't. They want to make, like, sexy anime characters or whatever. Exactly. And and for real, for real, like the ca- I think you'll be surprised at the character customization that you get offered. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, but but the last bit of this interview that the developer said is the most pertinent one. Read this statement at the bottom. When asked, what is your creative vision? The guy just says, I don't have a creative vision. I just want to make a game that people like. Well, in that case, I think that's kind of upsetting. But if you're literally a game developer and you don't have a creative vision, then why in the crap would I even want to bother playing your game? Like, that just sounds super lame to me. Right? Like, if the creator doesn't care, then why should you? Oh, he does, because he said he made a game that people liked, and look at where that ended up. Yeah, but but, but, but with zero intuition, zero creativity, you fuck that shit. Nah, I, mean, I don't think like that's he, cool. He almost argued that he's like he flew by the seat of his pants and like and found an idea that works and then just bam, went with it. But either way, yes, I do. I will say this though: you are having a creative vision is is part of the process. That's yes. what it's all about, man. Like that's why you're going but, to this profession. But also knowing something that you know, makes that kick, ticks all the right buttons and that people would like is also very important. And true, you know, and people have been hungry for like a good Pokemon game. That's why like everybody's trying to get your hand in on the market, and you clearly see that there's a vacuum that's waiting to be filled. Oh yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. That's why uh, Pal World is so so popular. Not necessarily comparing this to Pokemon or whatever. It's just like, yeah, but say, you know, one like one week in, and it's it's insane. Yeah. And yeah, and the reactions to it though, dude, bug. It, it, it's insane. It's broken so. It's broken a lot of people in just a span of a week. It's crazy. It broke friggin'. It, I mean, it broke the diehard Pokemon fans as, as one as one thing, and then it broke Peter. Oh yes, ah oh, yes, Peter, the uh, the, the the almighty uh, virtuous group. Let's see what they have to say about this group. Okay, let's say that <laughs> this is the, what they said. You know, they they're aware. Peter's aware of this game. Of this game, 
and then what do they say? Here's what they say about Kingo. Peter has already heard from many Power World fans who have no interest in eating pals and want a vegan guide created for the game. It's quote unquote veganuary after all. And gamers want to help animals by eating vegan in their game worlds and outside. Bro. Bro, what? Bro, what? Yeah, see, the more, the more of this shit that goes on, the more I'm thinking that Power World is really just Pokemon for adults. <laughs> yeah, but it made us, but it made someone like us, like me even, feel like a kid again. The fact that PETA has even made a statement about this game. Now, Jolt and Noble, you guys remember back when PETA made a statement about the game Animal Crossing, right? How oh. fishing was somehow uh, evil and bad, and that was against like animal rights or some stupid bullshit that they were trying to pro profess. Well, look at what's happening now. They're doing the same thing. <laughs> no, it sounds like they became aware of the game, but they weren't really interested in following it up. If that's no, all the statement not. they produced, meh. It's like Nintendo's restatement. It only came out because so many people were contacting them. <laughs> yeah, right, like, Nintendo, please, like, oh, Powell's copying your shit, please, put a stop to them. It's like nothing they can do, except for that game, the mod that was released with the actually right, injected Pokemon, the and they knocked was. that. See, here's the thing: if there was something wrong with Power World, it wouldn't have been up for more than forty-eight hours, seventy-two at the most. And how long's it been out for now? A week. How long was that Pokemon mod available for? A couple of days, and then yeah, it came up. And the problem was that that, that Pokemon mod for Power World. The guy basically was a dumb shit and decided to charge money for it. And of course, there's like a lot of legal hoopla and stuff all with that sort of with so that monetization. If there was anything legally um, questionable about the game in refers to Nintendo's copyright, it would have been closed, but the game would be unavailable by now. Yeah. Sorry, just that legal thing really shocked me. <laughs> I love people and it's so stupid. I need more popcorn. Yeah, and there's there's a lot too. I mean, of course, there's I mean, yeah, there's that. There's the whole, you know, Pokemon you know, Power World is cop you know, copying these rip off Pokemon designs by having these such close resemblances. It's it does it, it, it your head in. I'm not sure. You know, it's very impressive just how crazily popular that this game has become. Yeah, I mean, day one, of course, you got you know, top streamers basically picked up the game and said, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's crazy. And, like, in fact, you've seen it. Like, there are some people who said, oh, who went to great lengths, they tried to, um, they put the models between Pokemon and Powell, like, side by side, and, and they said, like, the body proportions match, and it's like, dude. Yeah, I, I saw a, a YouTube video, um, yesterday about Pal World, and about how they were, like, screwing off with like the uh, Pokemon looking characters, they did not look the same at all. It seems like a lot of people are just trying to, I don't know, jump on the clout train because they're like, oh, well, this new game is so super popular and I don't like it because you're doing this, but like they, they actually didn't Maybe though. They're, com they're coming from a position of super defensiveness because. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Power World is basically. Is threatening to you know usurp Pokemon's throne? Maybe yeah. they feel like you know Pokemon is not is not as invincible as it once was. And so, it's kind of 
the thing that I have to point out is, and a lot of people like to throw the word around the word Nazi, but a lot of people are acting like Nazis at this point. What the Nazis would do is they'd go around and they'd heckle and they'd harass and they'd bother people, you know, beat them up, threaten them, that sort of shit. And that's what a lot of Power World um, sims are doing. You know, verbally assaulting people online, going completely batshit crazy to you know try to beat something out. Is, is this how you want to show yourself? You show what kind of people you are. Great, fine, by all means, we all get to sit back and watch you act like a complete fucking idiot, and then just go. And walk away. You know, sending death threats to the game devs at uh, bloody Power World is fucking ridiculous. Knock it off, or just keep doing it if you feel like it's absolutely necessary. But it just shows the kind of person you are. Well, that's a messed up. Nazi. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like if you're if you're sending uh, death threats or, or violent accusations or whatever the crap, that's that's kind of fucked. But when it comes to like a new game that happens to be extremely popular, literally uh, selling over what like eight million copies in like ten days, I mean that's insane. Not even ten days, what like a week? Yeah. Yeah, a week. So of course, people are some radicals are are going to take issue with that get all jealous of its popularity and be like, well, I mean, you're animal abusive. Oh my god, dude. That's what Peter fucking tried to do. Idiots. Knowing, knowing them, though, but I will say <laughs> one spoiler alert, though. It is technically possible to go the vegan route. You don't even have to butcher any cows or nothing, but, and, there's, and at least you can, I'm sure you've heard of something called agriculture. Oh yes, I have. So, uh, Jolt, th this is a an option in the game, right? Like you can actually not have to eat animals, right? Yeah, of course. You don't even have to eat or cook your meat. Okay. So, this is a question I should ask. Have any of you ever played um, Postal? No, I have not. I know. I've heard of it. Okay, so I played Postal 2 Apocalypse and Postal 2 Apocalypse Weekend. Uh -huh. Now, this game, you can successfully complete it by literally just walking from one end to the map to the other. That's it. Now, there are things that will sort of get in your way, but you can easily side around them. However, you can do things such as obtain firearms and shoot and kill people. You can train dogs to attack people. Uh, you can beat people up. You can piss on people. You can do um, a horrendous amount of disturbing and disgusting things that makes Jane, uh, Grand Theft Auto look like play school. So, I am curious with what you're talking about with the eating and not eating of animals. Is that the same in Power World? You basically can do whatever you want and there's no strict goals into completing no. the actual I mean, game. Yeah, you, can, yeah you, don't, you, you, know, you don't even have to eat their meat. Or kill them, or I mean, heck, because vegans are so into like not using animal-based products for passions. I wonder how you're gonna close yourself. Would these uh, vegan activists be like super mad if? All right, um, you saw those pal world uh, creatures, right? They they look like uh, sheep, like fluff balls, basically. Yes. So if you were to shave them and like use their fur to like make your clothes, would that be a bad thing or no? That wouldn't be. I mean, no, that wouldn't be vegan because wool is an animal product. Oh my god! So that's so that's not okay, right? No. <laughs> what the crap? I haven't gone far into the game yet, and as far and I'm you know, you know how these days you can you know cotton and that is is through agriculture. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure if I. You can do agricultural, you know, fabric textiles yet. But thus far, I've had to. Um, I've had to um, shave, beat up sheep for their wool, and um, and kill wolves for their leather. 
So, um, yeah. Okay, so, well, at, at least you're going, like, the whole Native American route. Like, you can use every kind of uh, aspect of their bodies. That's cool. <laughs> can you really do that in the game? I mean, yeah, monsters drop stuff. It's, remember, it's still a game. Yeah, monsters still drop stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they still drop, you know, all that stuff. And and punching a lamb, you, to death means that you will get you will retrieve a piece of their meat. Hmm. Doesn't mean that, you know, doesn't mean you have to eat it raw. Which you can eat it raw. I mean, I used to play uh, Pokemon games, and Magikarp sushi sounded pretty damn good to me. That was a bit of a thing when Pokemon came out that uh, you really couldn't eat magic carp because it was nothing but scales and bones. Nah, nah, there's some good meat in there, hopefully. <laughs> I heard about that too. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, it's just so funny. Like, the idea of eating Pokemon is a very much a crazy, crazy thing when you're in this universe. It's what the fudge. Well, at least in Pals, it's. It's just straight up open. And in fact, you know what's so funny, that's so grimly funny, is that pals are inherently omnivores, and you can feed a sheep a meat of its own kind, and it and it would just be that. You can do cannibalism okay. in the game? No, it's not cannibalism. It, like, you're, you're taming the beasts, right? You're, like, yeah. in the world. Yeah, with the, you know, with these not pokeballs. And you do have to feed them. Well, yeah, I mean, you can, like, capture the beasts and make them work for you. I guess maybe that's why Peter was so upset. Because they're like, how dare these fictional characters ah, nah, be slaves to the humans? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Oh, and if you thought that was bad, I'm, I'm not going to say everything else, but there's so much more hold my beer moments. You thought giving a squirrel a gun was crazy? No, nah, you ain't seen nothing. Yeah, I, I think giving a, a gun to a squirrel would be totally fucking bonkers, man. <laughs> what do you mean? I know, and you haven't, you haven't seen some, some of the crazy stuff yet. You ain't seen any of it yet. No, seriously? As far as I heard, uh, the game is pretty much in its like, I wouldn't say beta version per se, yeah. but it's it's still pretty new. So th there's still a bunch of glitches out there that a lot of. I know, you know they're, they're, they're still working on it, but it's very much playable. It runs smoothly. Oh yeah, it's got yeah. A lot of depth, a lot of content. It mm -hmm. lasts me for hours, and yeah. It's just so it's just so richly satisfying. Yeah, and and that's honestly awesome. Exactly. But I suppose that's there's more to it too. But I suppose that's pretty much. Actually, no. There is one last thing that people still kind of got iffy about as well. Like they accused Howl mm -hmm. of, and that's the allegation that they may or may not have used AI. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love And I love would that be their story or character development or like actual character creation or like what do you mean? How 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 did they use AI per se? It's it's more like they use them of like of getting them using AI to generate the designs. Okay, so so like the the pals themselves, they were like. AI generated, like, is that's that what people are saying? That's the thing that they're accusing the developers of. Huh. But it's, and that's because they might How can you a, tell? You know, I mean, how can you tell the difference? I mean, was it? No, I don't know. It's not AI developed. It's not, I mean, yeah, they no, they're, they're, they're 3D models. Of, I don't think AI is that advanced yet. Where they can do that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, if you were if you were to really make one with AI, you just use an AI to generate an image of like a fake Pokemon, and then you just right, you like right. It, you just port it, and then you you build a three D model off of that. 
Look, to save a shit ton of time, I can see something like that being an actual thing. Personally, though, you know, generating, say, like 500 and, you know, picking the best that you like from that, I'm not too fussed about that. I mean, as long as the work afterwards is primarily done by, well, actual people, what's wrong with AI character design? Um, so there was a company I came across one day and they had this little video. What they would do is they put this weird liquid on a CD. It would screw around with the data or something. They'd put it in and they'd get like these mangled mashes of uh, furniture and then they'd make something from that. I mean, creativity comes from all kinds of places because a computer is capable of doing it now. It's like, yeah. That's a good point, actually. But really, even if the the developer himself is, you know, is in support for gen for AI generate, you know, generating stuff, it's. I don't know. I feel like there is a stigma against AI art because if, let's say, you're a a video game developer and you're you're using this new tool to develop characters and you're like oh that looks cool a computer made it but we can probably uh build on that it's not necessarily out of human hands you know right, right. maybe it's all right fuck if i know I mean, yeah, that makes two of us because it's it just doesn't head in. But no, really, I, because the game came out in twenty twenty two, and remember, AI didn't really well not well. The first announcement of trailers came out in twenty twenty two. I should correct myself. And AI didn't really emerge on the scene until twenty twenty two. Like you know, your dollies mm -hmm. and stuff. Right, right. And because it's been in development for a bit earlier than that, then yeah, there's no way the designs could have been made with AI. Unless, of course, they've time travel. At which point, where is the office? I want the time machine. I mean, if it was literally like a a, a video game made in AI, yeah, it's probably like some twenty thirty four shit or whatever. Like, it's not. Nah, this was obviously made by people. It still has some bugs, but as far as I can tell, this is literally like the most popular game. Literally at the moment, over 2 million people are playing this every single day, which is insane. In what, like a week? They sold like 7 million ideations of this game, I and mean, that's pretty darn incredible. Well, wait until you get like the years ahead, they're gonna. They're gonna really top the charts so much, like. And well, I'm not saying it was made by AI. I mean, it's probably just people that did this. Yeah. But still. Animated all that stuff, and of course, I, you know, as you know, as I was saying, AI didn't really emerge on the scene until 2022, and 2022 mm. was when the game was announced. Right. Right. Yeah, it's been, of course, and it was already looking pretty okay in in development. So. Yeah. But at the end of the day though, like let's just let's close this up for um the the whole power thing at this but what what do you guys think? Like what after all the stuff that you've seen, like what what really do you make of it all? It's hard to say. Because I I would like to think that Pal World is not a fad, you know, like it, it's not going to be some kind of game that you know, pops up out of nowhere, gets all these millions of followers and then just like drops away. I think if they're able to sustain it, they can build up a community of like a bunch of gamers and, you know, it, it'll be more popular and stuff. Maybe that'll happen. Yeah, sure. 
with all the reactions to and no what about you like i'll be honest the only reason why i want to play pokemon is for pokemon this game itself it doesn't really interest me in playing it just the mechanics it's not what i want to play and i can't comprehend for the life of me why people are getting so unhinged about you know, this game it, it, it's just another game it was made by a small team it's not that expensive why are you losing your shit just let it be it's it's its own thing it's like you yourself you you are allowed to be there as much as this game is allowed to be sold if you take issue with that, then you're pretty much the problem. And I guess, like from there, there's a lot of other things to be said as well. But what do you think would be the next best step if you were, um, if you were the Pokemon company? And and like, and after seeing this now that Power Worlds burst onto the scene, and it's in a big way. What we you know? Probably look at redoing my whole company because obviously we're screwing up something shocking. Yeah. Well. The Pokemon games, the, the whole industry, let's be real, guys. Uh, we know for quite some time that they've kind of been stagnant. You know, it, it's kind of been stale. Uh, it's the same kind of thing. You know, Pokemon has been going on for like over 30 years, basically, thereabouts. But uh, this is a new kind of... Uh, trajectory and it, it's, it has nothing to do with Pokemon. It, it doesn't, even though, of course, you know they've taken some inspiration from it. I don't really see that as, you know, some kind of knockoff or whatever. Like this is something different. I mean, guns and uh, fantasy characters and all that awesome stuff. You know what? This is cool. For it's it's totally different kind of game, and I don't think that they're ripping anyone off. I, I don't think that. The thing that really surprises me is that a foreigner, this game company, figured out how to, you know, sell to Americans. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah, give, yeah. I'm going to give him points for that. For that. <laughs> 100%. Totally true, man. Like, yeah, okay, of course the Westerners are going to love this shit, so let's go. Hey, you know what? It worked out. I mean, 7 million copies sold? I mean, that's kind of cool. Good for them. And if it's a fun game, you know what? If it's different enough, if it's like a whole alternative, whatever the crap, yeah, that's pretty darn cool. And if you enjoy playing the game, then freaking go for it. At the end of the day, the really, there's been a, such a big, some a big vacuum in the market that nobody, you know, you've seen it, Mag Noble. Like none of the Pokemon like alternatives, you know, Temtem, Cassette Beast, and all that, they haven't been able to be Pokemon killers. But this game's surely gotten a um, you know stab at it. Yeah. And in such a big way too, like it's the 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 reaction is just staggering. And and right now, if I were the Pokemon company, you're right. Like you'd basically look at it and like do something, like shave off all that stuff that's causing problems. And maybe frick, if I were them, I'd honestly like think about getting you know telling Nintendo to make a switch to Quick Smart, so that Pokemon can finally be on the next you know be up to scratch of technology. Or maybe just a different game came out, and uh, maybe they're just jealous. I don't know. I don't know. At least right now, it's almost as if Pokemon is, the, is there to remind you that they're still there and on the scene. <laughs> While all the kids are moved, uh, playing Palworld. But, yeah, well, no. I'm a fan of both. You know what? It's all good. Me too. Me too. In fact, it was it was so crazy. Like, wouldn't believe this, but I saw so much Pokemon work, Pokemon and Pokemon stuff in Korea on my vacation to Korea. It's crazy. Yeah, they're crazy for Pokemon, all right. And I got and I got me a Pokemon merch. It's crazy. Yeah, 
So imagine that, like maybe a few years down the line, you know, Palworld's got a, a like a clear roadmap for what it wants to do in the future, but maybe a few years down the line, you know, Palworld gets all marketable. Who knows? We'll see. Plushies, all that, all that good stuff. Oh, all the plush. Oh, for sure. That's going to be a good marketing tactic. Absolutely. <laughs> all the merchandise. Hell yeah. You know what? Until then, until then, it's almost as if you know what. You just have to laugh at the sheer outlandishness, outlandishness, outlandishness of it all, and just embrace it. Really, but, but yeah, but really, I guess that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is at the moment, though. So. Um, I guess like one last question I do have to say to you guys is like, what do you think? What do you think is going to be on the cards for the future of these things? With um, you know, with the whole Pokemon scene. Like, do you reckon Pokemon's gonna like literally like get themselves up by the bootstraps and actually make a game that people want to play? So that well. They can, you know, that's going to be the thing, whether or not investing money into trying to produce a better game or just, you know, vomiting out the same old, you know, shit as they always have that still sells anyway. That's a good point. In my opinion, um, Pokemon, like that whole franchise, they already have a solid base, right? So like any kind of new game or whatever kind of media that they're going to produce, of course, the original fan base is going to uh, support that. So I really don't think this is going to hurt Pokemon in any kind of way. I really don't. Maybe in the games department, because like we said, you know, Pokemon games have become stagnant. And... Uh, well, they have, exactly. But that, that's what I mean. But like the, the, the whole like uh, fandom base wants right. stability. Right, like they, they they don't want like change, I guess. Well, I think um, I don't know. Powell, gonna provide some real competition. Yeah, but uh, it it does seem to be doing that. <laughs> That's one of one of the big things we're talking about, man. I don't know. Uh, if I was a Pokemon executive, I would try to reassure my original fan base that, hey guys, it's all good. We got some new. Pokemon stuff coming out or whatever, but you know, we don't have to compete with this new game, which doesn't necessarily uh, have to compete with them. I mean, maybe one day it will. But for now, I don't know. I think it's different enough where new fans can come on board, you know? I'd like to think that, but Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But no matter what happens, though, Powell's here, to, regardless of what you think of it, Powell is here to stay. Long and short of it. So, <laughs> in that sense, that it's, uh, it's high time that we closed up this episode. Who would have thought, you know, like something so big just got everybody talking so much it's crazy as they say clown world mm -hmm. in the meantime though one last question for you guys would you want like a mini jolt on your head your <laughs> <laughs> uh, I prefer not to like fuck, you 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 see that thing? He sits on your head, and then like, and then you're like, how the heck do you not go deaf from that thing shooting bullets? <laughs> All right. So I guess without any further ado, I think that's that. So as always, well, we won't need a closing statement because it's that's pretty much all you spent time talking about. So to round this off, as always. Our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Flutter FM, Hat Radio, BitChute, and more further down the line. All right. 
this is us signing off for the week. Farewell until next time. Thanks for all the fish. Much love, guys. See you next week. <laughs>